What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne. I am joined today by Alex. Alex, how are you? Tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, out. I, I was about to be like, Alex, hello. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's it's very early over here on the east side, but this is like the only time where we can um bang out Ant-Man and the Wasp spoiler review because I know we both had some things to say about it. And stuff, and um, my my our reviews were separate. Alex did his on his page. Um, I know I did um, a review on the podcast page as well. So let's get this going. Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, full spoiler warning: This will be a spoiler review of the movie. We're gonna dive into all the aspects, every scene, not every scene, but you know the the nitty gritty of this movie. So if you clicked on here by mistake. We have a non-spoiler review on both Alex's YouTube um, and the uh, Cinemania podcast page. There's a non-spoiler review on that as well. So, without further ado, let's get this going. Alex, we'll get your your thoughts first. What was your initial thoughts on the uh, movie as a whole? I gave it a B+. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really enjoyed it. had a lot of fun with it. I think the chemistry between Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly was really good. Um... Uh, I thought uh, Ava Star or Ghost uh, mm-hmm. was a better villain than I thought she was going to be. I mean, she's not Thanos, obviously, but um, but I thought that she served her purpose. Um, and it's just it's the movie we needed after Infinity War. There were a couple missteps with it. Uh, right. I thought that they I thought that they should have probably done a little bit more with Scott Lang's relationship with his daughter. Um, kind of like the first one did. I think the first one kind of hammered that home a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then um, I totally thought Walton Goggins did not have to be in the movie. Right. Walton Goggins, um, his... Basically, he was playing like a mob. He was like a tech like a tech boss and stuff like that. And um, Evangeline Lilly and um, and Michael Douglas, they had, they had to keep going to him for like new tech because they were trying to get their mom... Um, Janet Janet Van Dyme out of the uh, quantum realm. So I guess his purpose was to just to get tech um, for all of them and stuff like that. But still, he's just he he was just a non-factor of the entire movie. And this is the third like, like the third time this year where he's in a he's in a movie as like some sort of kind of maniacal guy, and he's been so underserved. You know, like we had um. Uh, Maze Runner, the Death Cure. We had the paley skin; it was stupid. Then we had um, we had him in Tomb Raider. I didn't mind Tomb Raider the movie, but his car- he like he had nothing. And then this movie, he he definitely had nothing as well. So yeah, that was probably one of my um, least favorite moments. You see, I actually w- so I watched Ant Man and the Wasp. I mean Ant Man, the first one last night actually, and I liked it, but it was a very by the book movie. And I would have to say that I did enjoy Ant-Man and the Wasp more, and I was, uh, you know, I was having a better time watching that film than for the first Ant-Man, because the humor in this movie uh, um, kind of worked better than the first movie in my in my eyes. Um, and I guess as far as Ghost, I liked Ghost, but I, I don't really, I didn't really see her as a villain, because, you know, what happened to her sucked, but she wasn't really, like, out for like revenge and like blood, she was just out to fix herself, you know. She yeah, but yeah, but she was still kind of just 
she was kind of going after them. That's why. Yeah, to get I the mean, to get was, the uh, device. Yeah, she, I mean, she she's pissed off at Hank Pym. So I mean, yeah, I can I consider her the main villain. Like she's, I, you could label her as the main villain, and then Walton Goggins and the FBI are kind of like the side villains, I guess. And like, I I guess I mean I don't know because like she okay so like she is the entire movie is she's trying to get the lab or try to get the device to um you know to to potentially fix herself and it's like you kind of you do kind of feel for her a little bit and you're like you know everything that everything that happened to her was a mistake and stuff and it wasn't at her doing and it wasn't like her fault intentionally so it's just like you did in that aspect you did feel for her as far as like that but as far as far as like villainous actions like she wasn't like like she wasn't like killing people out of nowhere to get what she wants she was she was she was kicking kicking everybody's ass and even when she got ant-man and the wasp and all them she just tied them up and told them her story you know uh, essentially and i guess for me the only villainous thing that she did was you know when um when she was talking to Lawrence Fishburne's character, uh, Goliath, she was talking to him and she's like, you know, how can I get that thing back or something like that? And she was like, oh, Scott Lang has a daughter. That was, for me, the only villainous thing that she's did in the entire movie. Other than that, I was like, you know, she's just, she's in the position that she's in because of, you know, the the whole quantum realm and she's just trying to fix herself and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see that point of view, I guess, but... Yeah. Uh, she, and then, like, um, with, uh, I'm trying to think of other thing, like, you know, as far as, um, as far as the, uh, relationship between Scott Lang and his daughter, I actually really, really enjoyed their relationship. I would have loved to see more of it, of course, but, you know, it's, they're not gonna make this movie two hours and, like, ten minutes. It's Ant-Man. Yeah. You know, the, the story's not as, is not as a power, is not so much of a powerful story like like a movie like Black Panther or like even Guardians 3 where you have to hit these notes and stuff. Ant-Man yeah. is literally just a movie that's there for your fun and excitement and then just to move us along to the next part of the storyline in the MCU, you know? So yeah. I enjoy, like, even, like, the the beginning when it, when it started off, it started off with, um, it started off with, uh, like, him and his daughter doing that, doing that, like, game or whatever. That was really yeah. cool. I really liked when her daughter, when his daughter was like, um, I, I want to join you and stuff like that. And in a way that was actually kind of an Easter egg because in the comic books, when she gets older, she becomes, um, she becomes stature, like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like pretty cool. And that was like a nice little Easter egg because she does become a superhero eventually when she gets a little bit older and stuff like that, uh-huh. like her father, and she works with, um, works with Ant-Man and the Wasp and stuff like that, and they become, like, a triple, like, like a, like a triple, like a triplet and stuff like that, it's really cool, uh, okay. what did you think about Jimmy Woo, well, like, Randall Park's character? Uh, um, he was fine, I, I just, there were some parts where I felt like he didn't need to be in it, like, especially, like, that, that third, that third act where it's the chase through San Francisco, like, there is way too much going on in that part, and he's one of the things that's too much going on yeah like i um um i liked i i i thought he was like at first he was fine then when they kept like doing the little like one notes like jokes of him and the magic i was like okay let's you know let's move on and then like um that that was actually that was kind of funny though like the magic like 
so as far as the humor, the humor did work for me, but like, okay, the part I did not like as far as humor wise, and I thought it was like dragging on way too long, was with Michael Pena, Ti, and the uh, the Russian guy. I'm sorry, that's all I'm gonna. That's all. Oh, David. With the uh, um, David Dashmel, yeah, Dashmel yeah, chain or something like that. Uh, I didn't like the whole like truth serum thing was so stupid to me. It was, I know it was, you were gonna say that. Yeah, the whole it was it was not landing at all, and it's like, um, that is truth serum. It's truth serum. No, it's not truth. I'm like, oh my god, can we get back to the main people, please? I, and and I love Michael Pena, I do, and I love Ti. I love them all in the first one, and I lo- I did love them all in here, and this with Walton Goggins and the three of them and the three of Walton Goggins guys. And that whole truth serum thing, I did not like that at all. The only part I liked was when Ghost just randomly shows up, you know, when when she when he yeah. finally tells him what where the uh, where they are. But I did not like that part at all. Okay, yeah, that part that part didn't really bother me because I was actually kind of dying laughing during that part. I wasn't. Um, I was that, like that. That, actually, that worked for me. It was just. It was like. It, it, it just felt like it was, like, beating me over the head. And I'm like, okay. You know, be, listen, if, if they were to spend, like, a minute talking about the truth serum and then just stuck them with it and then they start, start telling the truth, I would have been fine. But they spend, like, like, a couple of minutes in that scene, you know, with all that. And, like, there's no... It's supposedly straight humor. And there was, like... It was just, like, no tension. And there was just, like, you know... You know, in humor scenes like that... It, humor scenes like that, you don't take... You, you you don't take Walton Goggins seriously because he's supposed to be a bad guy, and I'm just like he's talking about some truth serum. And then I guess at the at the end it was kind of funny when they stabbed when they got them with the truth serum. But other than that, I was like I don't, I'm not I'm not feeling this. I um I also I don't know I don't know how you felt about, felt about this, but I also really liked Lawrence Fishburne's character more than I thought I would. Um, yeah, me too. I don't know. I thought the acting was really well in that part. And I thought like uh, it, it really, it really showed how much it really showed how much of a you know not that great of a person Hank Pym used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed um, him more than I thought I would. I thought he was gonna be just like this side character that didn't matter. But the scene, uh, the scene where he came and he like he was actually a part of Ghost's scheme. And stuff like that. I didn't see that coming. But, you know, when you find out his reasoning, you don't see him as a bad guy either because he just wants to help this little girl. And he just he's he made a promise to her that he would help her, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. Uh yeah, I think I think the two sides of him are like really cool because there's there's like that one side that wants to really help Ava Star mm-hmm. and then there's the other side that's like maybe you're going a little bit too far with yeah. this. And and the scene when she's like, you know, I'm gonna go get his daughter. Um, he was like, oh no, if you if you do that, I will not help you because I agree that there's yeah. we have to go to we have to go to like existential lengths to get what you what what we need to fix you. But I will not go that route. And I really like that. I really like that a lot. And then it spoke a lot to their relationship when she said, okay, fine, you know, because she she's known this man all her life and she respects what he thinks. And, you know, his, like, what he, like, you know what I mean? So I enjoyed yeah. them. I actually enjoyed their relationship a lot, too, um, Ghost and um, Lawrence Fishburne. Because I guess yeah. her backstory was that he, after um, 
I thought I thought they were revealing that she was his daughter at first. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. That didn't cross my mind at all. Yeah, I thought. I thought at first when he came around the corner, I'm like, oh, so that's his daughter. But then when they explained it a little more, I'm like, oh no, he probably saved her and stuff like that, which he did. Um, and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. It's like, and and then they said that her character. They mentioned that you know she was hired by Shield. So I would have loved to seen like little Easter eggs or, or or like tracings of her throughout throughout you know the uh, Shield days of the MCU and stuff like that. Yeah. That would have been kind of cool because Ghost was initially she's initially an Iron Man villain. She was never yeah. um she was never an Ant Man villain. She was always Iron Man's villain, and um I that honestly would have been kind of cool to see like her and Iron Man tussling and stuff like that 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 would have been kind of cool but I did you know as far as the Ant-Man story in the quantum realm it made sense for her to be the main villain of this of this movie yeah all the quantum realm stuff was the best part of the movie yeah I agree I agree um okay so speaking of the quantum realm you and I were um you and I were making like so much theories of like how when um when Janet Van Dyne Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, when she comes into the movie, because she was promoted, of course, because it's Michelle Pfeiffer, she has to be. They're gonna have to, of course, they're gonna have to promote that she's in the film. But I was kind of, I won't say disappointed, but I was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, when she came back and that was, and that was it, she was fine and she was happy. I thought that she was gonna come back and be pissed. You know, and a nice little twist, and that she's like the Mac. bad guy now. I yeah, because did, didn't I say that going in? Yeah, yeah, and I was like, and and then you put that in my head, and I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of agree. I would have liked that a lot more. You know, if she, if and and then that's actually initially what got me in, excited for the film because I was like, well, she comes back, and of course we've seen this play out many times, where, you know, something happens, and someone's left somewhere, and then they come back, and they're pissed, you know, um, I thought, I, I mean, after 30 years, it's warranted for you to be upset, like, where the fuck are they, you know what I mean, how come no one's gotten me, yeah. stuff like that, so I definitely thought, thought that she would come back on, like, a rampage, and, like, she's the new villain, and then you have scenes with her and, um, her and Hope fighting, and Ant-Man, I thought that, I thought that would have been really cool. And then like uh, there's one. Go ahead. Uh, there's one stupid part with her though at the end with Ava Star. Yeah, with the fucking ET. The oh. Yeah. The ET <laughs> shit. I I did not like that. I was like, okay. That's, that, that's the one stupid. Well, I see. I didn't have as much of a problem with that because after that, I thought Ghost was gonna turn good. I was like, if Ghost turns good, that's it for me. But I mean. And then when I saw them go out of the lab and they're all standing together, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, Ghost is actually good. But then she's she's not, really. So. Well, she kinda is. Because, like, okay, she got up, yeah. they got out of the lab, they went around the corner, Lawrence Fishburne, once again, he's not gonna leave her side, which I really enjoyed again. But even at the end, at the end credit scene, we'll, we'll get into that in full detail in all of our theories for Avengers 4. But at the end credit scene... There was like, you know, when he, when Scott went into the quantum realm, he was like, yeah, we got to help out your new ghost friend. Yeah, that's true. So she, she kind of did turn good after all that and stuff. I mean, I guess, and for me, I guess, like, I guess it's kind of warranted because, you know, Michelle Pfeiffer did kind of save her life in a way. 
So, of course, she would be, like, on the good side now. And like I said, this goes to my point of, like, she was never the bad guy for me. It was, I think the bad guy, I think Ghost was promoted as the bad guy. And I think, oh, okay, speaking of Ghost, right? In the trailer, Michael Pena was like, yeah, this uh, Ghost girl, she can walk through walls and wants to take over the world. That's not, that was not ever what, that was, like, not even her motivations at all. Her motivations was just trying to fix herself. Yeah. So, so like, which I'm glad, I'm glad the trailer gave us misleading information. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm 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 happy about that too. But like, with the whole Michelle Pfeiffer thing, and then at the end when they're talking about the go, you know, um, helping out ghosts and stuff like that, as far as like a healing, healing um thing in the quantum realm, that kind of that kind of hit home to me. Like, okay, she was never the bad guy. She's just trying to. She's gonna like you know. She's just trying to fix. Her situations. It kind of reminded me of like Sandman and Spider Man Three. He, uh-huh. I didn't really look at him as a bad guy because he's just trying. He was trying to get money to save his daughter, you know, for his daughter's surgery. So yeah, I and then he okay. So like he did like fuck up a lot of cops and fucked up Spider Man a lot. But like Ava, she didn't really do anything that was as far as like villainous. Um, because she's just trying to, she doesn't care about anything else, but trying to make her better and trying to, you know, heal her because as she was saying, like, it hurts, like, you know, all that phasing stuff, which I liked, I thought it was really cool, you know, it hurts and stuff like that. So she's just trying to, she's just trying to like fix herself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I did like yeah, that. I, I, I guess you could look at her as like an anti-hero, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess with this um this this film, there wasn't really much to spoil, but um you know there there wasn't much to spoil, but you know there were there is some stuff there is some stuff to talk about. Now we'll get into the big the big reveal that we all saw coming, but it was still it was still like shocking to watch the end credit yeah. scene, the best part of the movie for me because you know this is why I was going into the movie because I wanted to see what's gonna happen to them all at the end. So yeah. The end credit scene. What did you think about all of that? <laughs> um, I knew I knew somebody was gonna get dusted. I just didn't know who, or mm-hmm. I just guessed wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely did not expect Scott Lang to be stuck in the quantum realm. Yeah, me neither. I thought it was going to just be them all together, and you know, and then sh- and then they all start disappearing on him. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was just like, oh shit, you know, but. I saw somebody online was like, this This is actually kind of funny. Somebody online was like, wait, there's plot holes in this. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go. And he was like, yeah, exactly. If, <laughs> if, if, if he was like, if Ant-Man, uh, if Ant, if, if Ant-Man was, if they were all like around during the big, the big fight of like, of like, um, with Thanos and stuff like that, how come, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp didn't see the big rings in the sky? I'm like, well, maybe because they live in San Francisco and that happened in New York. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like, well, maybe because they're half, yeah. they're like across <laughs> across from each yeah. other, like on the other side. Yeah. What we're on we the other we side of the country here, people. We're, we're in Boston. We wouldn't even see the big rings unless it was on TV. Like yeah, what? Exactly. But um. Yeah. That was kind of funny, but so like I was, I was laughing. I was like, "This guy's an idiot." That just, 
that just proves the stupidity of people. Yeah, I was like, this guy's an idiot. Okay, if he... I, I, think, that, I think that just woke me up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, maybe if, <laughs> well, maybe because Ant Man and the Wasp wasn't wasn't taking it, it wasn't taking place in like Harlem or like down the street, <laughs> like you know what well, I mean? Brooklyn. It was in San yeah. Fran, yeah, or like Brooklyn. It's in San Francisco, <laughs> so yeah. that was kind of funny. But like, yeah, so when he went inside the quantum realm. And I'm like, fuck, because in the in the earlier in the movie they mentioned something about a time, time something, something with time. So yeah. I think, um, so I think I think Ant Man, while he's down there, he's got to gather more information and then and then pop his way back up. You know, like how he did in the first film, how he put the uh, he put the 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 shrink thing in his um in his belt, and yeah. that's how he was able to get you know go grow back. I think he'll do that again. And then see that they're all gone, but I would have loved—I would have loved honestly to see him re- react and watch them disappear. You know, because yeah. it it hits way more—it hits way more to home when when you, like you have this character who's watching the people they love just disappear. Like kind of how Captain America had to watch Bucky and Falcon just you know, disintegrate, and definitely yeah. kind of how like Tony Stark had spider-man in his arms while he was disintegrating yeah or like with Groot and rocket how how that happened i felt like if ant-man would have was watching his uh was watching um his new his new (laughs) mother-in-law um hank pym and the wasp all disappear on him just like that and then when you go back to and then they went back to his house and i guess everyone there is gone too so yeah yeah i mean it still hit me but i was like oh damn you know yeah, I actually, I actually didn't stay for the uh, for the end credit scene, but I heard it's just the ant playing the drums. What? It, okay, so it was actually, um, it was actually, it was it was actually kind of riveting because, um, yeah. So basically, um, the end the end credit scene after the uh, the credits and everything like that. What it was was that it went. It was like it was like a couple of shots on the streets of San Francisco. And this was just like dead air, you know. It was like it was just like you yeah. know, you know, like n- like no sound, nothing. It was like dead air. And then you go to Ant Man, and you, you go to Scott Lang's house, and how you all you hear is the phone. You know, you know, the, you know, the, like the buzz, the uh, yeah, you know, yeah. All you hear is that, and then and then they do shots of his house and everyone gone, and then they show that, and then they um, what ruined it for me was fuck. This of course is has to be humorous. What ruined it for me? Then that's when they cut to the um the ant who's playing the drums while everyone's gone. Yeah, which is in the trailer. Yeah, it was in the trailer too. Though. I was like, this is fucking why. But yeah. I did like the end. I like I like the po- um the mid credit scene a lot more than the end credit scene. The mid credit scene was like it was like fucked up to me. I was like, god damn, that sucks. And like it when it cut back to them just all in like and you know all dusted. It was like mm-hmm. what really hit 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 home for me was when I heard somebody in audience was like somebody in the audience who's probably not really like as movie movie sharp as we are. Um, somebody in the mm-hmm. audience was like, "Oh yeah, oh man," you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that was like them remembering what happened in Infinity War, and then how yeah. it ties up to this. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh... It was unexpected as to who got dusted. I mm-hmm. thought his daughter was gonna get dusted. Yeah, me too. Um, but uh, but yeah, the whole the whole Pym family is uh, gone. Is 
gone. Yeah, so now that was that's the um, Ant Man and the Wasp. That's the uh, oh yeah, one more thing. I I thought it was hilarious when um when uh Scott uh seeing Paul Rudd imitate Michelle Pfeiffer was fantastic. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Yeah, I thought was I was funny. I was crying so I was I was laughing so hard. He was great. Um, yeah, that was funny. So yeah, that's Ant Man and the Wasp. I guess now what we have to look forward to is next year in the MCU. We have a nice long break from Marvel and stuff like that and now we're gonna get now next year the next movie for us to get into is Captain Marvel and I'm so yeah. excited I've been excited for like months for this movie so I'm excited yeah. to see where that goes and you and you know the end credit scene of that movie is gonna lead into Avengers 4 as well then that's gonna be the culmination of the you know the the, the tie-ins to Avengers 4 what if it, what if it's her getting a page call from uh it, I, I think I think it will be. I think it's just gonna be her lounging around in space or wherever she's gonna be at, um, yeah. and then her getting that call from Nick Fury, and then I think we're gonna see her like, like just like take off. You know what I mean? Like take off in her uniform and stuff like that. Um, yeah, with like Earth in the distance or something. Yeah, and then that that's how you end it. That's a beautiful shot to just end it, and then Avengers four. So I really, you know, I enjoyed I enjoyed that a lot. So I'm really excited for. The future of the MCU, Ant Man and the Wasp was great. I gave it a um, I remember, I think I gave it like a B or a B minus, don't remember, but I enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it as well. So let us know your thoughts of the movie, guys. Um, you can go full spoilers on your thoughts in the comments below if you need to. So let us know. And yeah, Alex, thank you for joining me once again. You're welcome. All right, and we will end it right there. Thank you, thank you, guys. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bye bye. Have a good one.